everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the chief of cereal and sigilite of the FLG, and I'm Seth, the Mad Dog, your competitive correspondent. Happy New Year, Kicker. How have you been? Happy New Year. I guess this is the first episode of the brand new year, 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it seems like I'm slightly jet lagged, it's because I'm slightly jet lagged. I just got back home and, from overseas and I'm I'm happy to be here recording with my bestie. Thank you, Seth, for uh, accommodating me uh, as usual, being slightly late to the to the pre-show. Seth, yeah, I like what you did here. Part, right? they, they don't know. Right. They don't know. They the don't need to know what's going on. They don't. <laughs> Seth, I, I, um, by the way, guys, if you're listening to our podcast, please consider watching us so you can see the cool graphics like Seth has right here every Wednesday night 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time we're live on YouTube and all the streams but Seth today you've you've blessed our studio with the Las Vegas open symbol it, it's true that. because this is the the one of several Las Vegas open uh centric episodes that'll be on the way so I figured you know, a little branding yeah. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, guys. The Las Vegas Open is is basically two weeks away. We are we are getting close. <laughs> We're getting close. Yeah, and I'm really nervous. Here. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've got so much work to do. Uh, speaking about that, we you, you know we, we usually do our hobby progress section here. My hobby progress has been the LPO. Oh, yeah, I, is, uh, <laughs> I think that counts as hobby progress. Counts as hobby Next progress. Next time, I'll just put the logo in on the slides for your hobby progress. Hobby progress. Yeah, yeah that, kicker that, that, work that on it. LVO this week. Well, like I really do pride myself in 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 making sure I still play the game every week and and and, and paint almost every single day. But right now we're in this. I mean, I was you know traveling a little bit for fun with the family, but like I really I really am working so many hours right now. I just don't have like literally daylight hours to to, to paint or play yeah. uh, right now as we go into LVO. I mean, just the the logistics involved. Or especially this year, as it's it's gotten significantly bigger, both the convention side and the tournament side. That I just I am it's, I have, it's almost I just, like someone titled the episode "LVO Bigger and Better Than Ever." Uh, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, well done, well done, well done. So Seth, I don't have any fancy hobby progress to show off this this week. I next week I should have finished one more of my giant knights, which I'm really excited yeah. about. But what, what have you been up to, buddy? I, I, so we had to this holiday. Did you, you did you spend your holiday time wisely? Did I get some I, stuff I, I did. Um, if anyone out there has ever played the. Uh, the video game the last spell which is an extremely hard game i uh i managed to beat the fourth and fifth levels which were the last two levels which was really really hard but it was a lot of fun and then i then started playing a different game called against the storm um watched some movies these are not 40k hobby i know regulated. getting them out of the way <laughs> okay okay and then uh, while watching some movies i did decide to catch up on some backlog of models uh okay, okay. i've had the red got the original red gobbo for a while yeah. so i got him painted up um i got some new paints over christmas so i kind of use those for the uh the bulbs give them that kind yeah, of shiny bulb yeah. look um and then i had the uh one on the squig version so i did him as well i'm super happy with how these turned out uh, i did um i painted like one votan model for an event i'm going to this weekend over in valdosta georgia um but it was just another bike like one of 12 i have so i thought that wasn't yeah. exciting so i painted these guys up just to have but, but you got these two uh commemorative you know holiday gobbos right seth you, yep. you know i got a little gift from you our friends from gw sent us the the 2023 mm-hmm. holiday you know goblins i guess well, I and uh, and i've got one well. when i see it lv i got them there for awesome, you uh, Excited. ready for you to, yeah. to paint them those models though i think you can still get them but they are only limited edition yeah. those are the grab, the, the, grab them while you want yeah, Grab them while you want, because they're 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 gorgeous models. Are a lot of fun, and and, and when they're gone, I I had fun because I never really had painted a snow base, 
And so yeah. I really wanted to try to do, you know, a nice little nice snow effect there. And then yeah. I wanted it to be different than the 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 white the fur the white fur on the red coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I wanted the beard to be a slightly so I, I got it to play around doing with like three different whites. Whites at the same yeah. time and, and try to make them all still look white but different white. No, no, it looks it looks good, man. So I, you know, he, I, I was I was actually skiing on a glacier the last week. You know, like that was. I sorry, went to see no, the snow in person. I, I well, so no, no. So I generally I, I was getting in, like I always get inspired by where I'm at, like physically in the world. Like, oh, is that a cool army theme? And I was like, oh, dude, maybe I can do a cool like ice by ice world snow theme. But then I started thinking like, oh man, I don't think I really want to paint white. White is a challenging color to paint, but you pull it off, dude. Right. Like I was thinking, white camo would look so badass. But I'm I'm intimidated. But after seeing this i guess three shades of white on your uh on your on your model i'm like okay cool i, I think i think now, I now kicker i don't think i've shown you this yet but i've been messing no, around with with an ai art generator and on, on the side i've i've been you know doing some powerlifting for the last like two years so i, I was trying to inspire myself oh, just, just look at that like we yeah. got like i got a little humble brag here and you gotta look at that damn dude guys uh for those of you not you know watching just listening to our podcast we have a a, a very uh I guess buffed up or orcs are already buff, right? I don't know how you yeah. would describe if you, this. But if you run into this orc, even a space marine's like, damn, yeah. all right. Uh I, I I guess he works out, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, crap. So um I By the way, chat, we love having you guys seeing like we have a very yeah. lively, active chat tonight. I love that. Yeah. So, Seth, you need to work uh, around with more AI stuff. That looks like a lot of but, fun. I like, like I tried so many variations to like get a little bit more of this or that on that guy. And it just like that was like the first or second like prompt I put into it. And I got that image and then it, it drifted out of control quickly. So yeah. I, you know, I stayed there. Uh, guys, Seth is, is really one of my close dear friends. And I, I'm going to take this opportunity to to brag about Seth right now to the world. Seth, can, you 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 hit a max with with one of your lifts recently, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you share. Story. Come on, dude. This is yeah. Big news. So I've been I've been trying to build up like to the the amateur level of of powerlifting, um, which are certain like percents of body weight you need to lift. And so I managed to squat three seventy. Yeah, um, yeah. Which was I was very excited until I realized um, I feel like my squat depth wasn't wasn't deep enough. So I bought a uh, a training box, like yeah. just a you know. Yeah, of course. CrossFit, that's 12 inches tall. Yeah. So that so I was like, my butt, butt has to go down. all the way to the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good yeah. God, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, right. So I've been, um, been working on yeah, it. So I, uh, my, my, my stated goal, I, I told the Vanguard guys this already, but my stated goal for uh, 2024 is to hit 600 on the deadlift. Damn, um, dude. I think, it's, I think it's 600 on the deadlift, and I think it's like a 500-pound squad is the goal. Oh geez, um, yeah, right. We're, we're gonna right. we're gonna get there. We're just that's it's a it's a five day a week grind. Uh, yeah. If you, if you and, see and, me and you're doing it around, all just so you can be a better 40k player, exactly. picking up those models, exactly. you know, so I can carry my teammates <laughs> yeah. on my shoulders. Exactly, exactly. No, very well done. Uh, it was, very, it was a back squat, Dorian. Um, yeah. a, sometime kicker. Uh, I'll show you a workout. This is way deep cuts that I've I've saw some like bodybuilder do on youtube called the litman off um <laughs> i'll show you i'm doing it but it's it's three sets so you do a, a set of 10 front squats at 410 pounds and then do a 400 meter dash in 75 seconds immediately like set the weight down and run and, and and so i used to do a lot of wads and that kind of thing and that is brutal man to go from doing any sort of squat weighted squat to sprinting yeah like that just your legs are wobbly and, man and like he did that for three sets Jesus. Yeah, it was just it like, and this is like some like Russian shot putter from the eighties, and you're like, how he had to be on <laughs> all the drugs to do that? 
<laughs> anyway, that was a uh, all right, guys. Enough about uh, our, how in shape Seth and I are. I'm let's trying. let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about 40k industry news, guys. Games Workshop has released their 2023 miniature of the year. Uh, Seth, was I correct? Oh, was I you correct? You were correct. <laughs> It, it was uh, the the Primark himself, Lionel Johnson, came in first. Uh, I heard many angry cries that Angron was robbed. Uh, <laughs> he was number this. two, right? He yeah. came in second, right? but you know. Uh, and do we know who came in third? I know it was it was is. Is oh, I have to go back and look. I can't. Whatever. Remember. The point is, we know is the big the big boy Primarks coming in uh, first and second there. Uh, Lionel, you, you know, there's just more Space Marine players than anyone else, and so I kind of figured, you know, like it's got to be a Space Marine thing because there's a lot of Space Marine fanboys. So yeah. congrats to Lionel for becoming the miniature. <laughs> congrats of the to year. Lionel. He definitely didn't put a blade to the voters' throats because <laughs> that's definitely a thing Lionel would do. Okay, like so if there's so, a so, vote, so, you're all voting for me. And if you don't, you're all. So, so we got this Dark Angel Primark here getting miniature of the year. But guess what, guys? The Dark Angels are getting more love with this brand new Terminator box set coming out. It looks like it's gonna. It was revealed on Christmas, Christmas Day. Yeah, I like that. They're like, here's your Christmas present, everyone. Yeah, and it's a pretty cool set. You, you got, you, you got the. Uh, uh, sorry, bear with me. It's the Deathwing, right? That's the. That's the. So it's Deathwing. You know, it's, Terminator it's Circle in general. Um, cause I think they have what, inner circle companions is what the new sculpt yeah. is in there. Sounds a little clicky to me, like high school inner side. Oh, whatever. that's definitely dark angels. If, if you've not read the, that's definitely dark angel lore. They are clicky. Jocks, clicky. I'm sorry. Well, so they got the inner circle. We've also got, um, do, do we have any, do we have a character, right? There was a yeah. character. So this is Belial. Was... He is the, the master of the death wing. Um, so he got a new sculpt. He's looking good. Uh, they had, I think. Yeah, here we go. This is the uh, the companions, um, and I do have to steal my favorite joke from Grim After Dark this week, which is uh, now Dark Angels players will have to learn how to paint a fourth color: uh, black, green, yeah, bone, yes. and now red. Yeah, perfect. Uh, chat tell us what you think do you like these new models well so so we've got these 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 dark angel ones right this is this is all yep. great they're new and shiny but we've also got old world incoming this is going up for pre-order this weekend uh wow okay i know there's a long wait there's some serious fanboys that love the, the i love that the they world brought back the whippy sticks right oh geez yeah right dude um so old world's coming back it's got it's not only got those little sticks dude it's got templates it's got the circular templates it's yeah, it is it the is movement trays the circular templates. there's a lot the of nostalgia there everything, man everything's lots of nostalgia uh you're gonna get knights of bretonia which is gonna be a full box set you're also gonna have the tomb kings with another box set both these box sets include you know quite a few miniatures as well as the, the 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 rule book and you know basically what you need to start playing what's important to note here is that the majority of the miniatures in these box sets are not new miniatures guys mm -hmm. they are the original sculpts they've thrown in uh, i think one or two one or two characters yeah, or I think they, for one. the bretonians it was the the lady someone's gonna yeah, yeah. well there there's, was, like, there's like a, a i think a pegasus writing dude pegasus, uh, yeah he's kind of down yeah. there kind of center center yeah. the image towards the bottom um, and then, yeah, they had uh, like a little like dragon looking thing for uh, yeah. the, um, the Tomb Kings. Tomb. Yeah. yeah. And, and listen, it's cool. It's a new game system. Let's, you know, the community is going to determine if they love it. Let's see who ends up playing this. I'll tell you from my, uh, pers you know, perspective, I'm interested to see it. I always like seeing a new game system. But uh, what I see, because I guess I'm the events manager for Frontline, I, I, I see a lot of people always asking for us to start playing certain game systems. I've seen a, a massive 
uh, number of TOs from around the country that have apparently been running old world or fantasy for for a long time. Something like I'm ready now to start running an old world tournament. So uh, we won't have it for LVO because it just it's just not realistic. Yeah, I mean, it's but, what pre order <laughs> it, it's up for pre order next week. So yeah, the earliest and, and, street date would be literally LVO. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so we, you know, we're not doing an LVO even as an after hours thing. We're not doing it at least not formally. Hell, if you got your old world models and you, you want to go play, there, you, and, you know, book, no one can stop you. Yeah, no one's gonna stop you. I mean, go I might stop you if you're like keeping going to bed. But at Cherokee, at Rocky Mountain, at Atlantic City Open, I think ACO for sure will be having Old World. And, and if we can find a way to make it happen at RMO, uh, I, I'd love to do so. Cherokee yeah. might be a little too close as well. But yeah, it's it's cool. There's a, there's a lot of – and this is a full release. It's not just you know these two box sets. Of yep. course, you're getting the, the, the other hard, uh, hard they have, rule they books. They have multiple rule books for, for the forces of essentially good, the forces of fantasy, and the Ravening yeah. Horde, essentially the, the – the rules for the evil armies uh, kind yeah, of think of these as your indexes yeah. is, is the best way to yeah. describe them. Yeah. And then Seth, I see that you already tallied these up for me. We got eight individual box sets for Bretonian mm -hmm. units. So you're getting all that fun stuff. Of course, the cool dice because everyone likes dice. And they're going to have their their card deck there, which I guess will have special reference cards and whatnot. And of course, the nine box sets for the Tomb Kings plus the mm -hmm. dice and the cards, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we got to talk about something that's also old but not as old as old world i don't know what it, uh, the the 40k made to order space marines and ks space marines i think there's a necron one as well uh it's interesting that they they're going back to these like old models and making them made to order just for funsies i guess i mean do you think seth it's a kind of like a, a fun like collector's item is that why they're doing these i i think it's a fun collector's item i think it's also a chance uh so so sake of argument you're you're someone like yeah. me who recently started collecting necrons yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I really, you know, I bought the army that I had painted for our friend Shelby, um, but I really hadn't bought any models for myself. And then the the Codex released, and I started picking up some models. If I wanted some of the older sculpts, my only option is a secondhand market. So yeah. I see it. It's kind of a you know, I like that they're doing it when they're when they're kind of also sort of timing it around certain codexes. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that it gives people that are maybe a newer fan to that faction a chance to to pick up some of those models without having to hit the secondhand market because some secondhand prices can vary. Sometimes some models yeah. are more expensive than they were MSRP. Sometimes they're less. Um, yeah. So you know, I, if if they've got the molds and they're going to do it made to order and you don't need it, you know, tomorrow for an event, then hey, I'm I mean. I'm sure you have some armies kicker that you're like, I, I just have to have the thing because it's the thing for my, you know, my collection. Yeah, of course. Any and, single you know, Astronaut Tarm or Imperial Guard model. some armies, I have you're just to, like, yeah. I have built the army the way I want it. I don't need to add to it right now. Um, yeah. And so for me, it's orcs. If Whenever there's an orc thing, I'm just like, just go ahead and put it in the cart, GW. Um, yeah. you know, oh, like, okay. can, we can we talk about that? There was the, the the little preview, the shadowy effect of the orc model. You freaked out, buddy, in our I chat. Did. You were like, I did, it. because I was okay. like, that is 100% a big mech model with a gun. And okay, I'm let's like, give some context more. here, Seth. For those that are not, oh, there was a there's a silhouette yeah, of they, they what's did, coming uh, in 2024, yeah. right? There's and three I think models. It was, there was there was one that I, that is definitely an orc Big Mac. There's one that everyone thinks is like some sort of crew riding some sort of cavalry thing, which they're used. And to I'm being. sold. I'm sold. If if that is yeah. crew riding cavalry, as as you know, I have no. I mean, I don't want to go into the details, but. I don't know what it is any more than anyone else would, yep. but I do have a bunch of Kroot on my desk just because I think they're cool models. I don't play tower or anything. I just like Kroot. Yeah. If that is Kroot cavalry as it appears to be and the rumors are all saying, and, then like, boom. I'm yeah, in. There I'm used in to it. be some Forge World models called Krutoks or um, yeah. 
No, Crew Talks writers, writers are, are the, the fine caster metal. Oh, what were they called, dude? There was some Norlock, Norlock. Norlock writers, that's right. There you go. Um, and so, you know, there was some something. And if you look at what they've done with the Space Marine range, they've taken a lot of the Space Marine uh, Forge World kits, and they've been bringing them over as plastic. So I could totally see them doing something like that. For dude, if there's a crude, like if there's a crude cavalry, you know, army option or at least a unit Any that I can cavalry do army, you're just in. It doesn't matter. Um, Hundreds. I'm buying it all. Orc, just all immediately. Admech, Astro <laughs> uh, Militarum. Yeah. If they do Tau, you'll do that. You know. Yeah, yeah. I got to, got to. You're like sisters, okay. cavalry army. You're like, I guess I'm collecting sisters now. Yeah, I guess I'm doing sisters. What was the third one though, Seth? The third I, I one. Mean, that... There was some debate. Some people were saying it was a Votan model. Some were saying a custode. My personal opinion is it's a custode um, because the weapon he's holding looks like the the guardian staff yeah. they have. Um, and if you look at, we went back, you know, go back to our last episode where we talked about the roadmap for 2024. Exactly. Custodes is on the roadmap. So I'm like, why would they be previewing a Votan model when exactly. Votan are not on the roadmap? Custodes, Tau, and uh, Orcs are Orcs all are on the roadmap all, for yeah. the spring or summer. So, so it makes sense that they're like, hey, guys, guess what's coming? Some yeah. more of the things that you knew about. So it just it just yeah. seems to make sense that those yeah. would be. So I, I'm excited for it. Um, I, you know, I collect orcs obviously i have a tau army i collect a lot for that too um so i'll definitely be grabbing the orc model um you know if that is what do you think the orc model is because you are an expert in? I, like orc i said i think knowledge. it's a character i think it's a big mech with a special gun whether that's a special character that maybe they introduced with the codex or okay. just a new big mech they already have a big mech with a shock attack gun so i don't see them really adding another unless they're doing a dual build kit but is the Big Mech the with shock, shock attack gun an old model? No, it's, I don't, it's a newer plastic clamshell. Okay. Um, I would say it was the 8th edition codex that came out. Um, okay. So it's not very old. In fact, they had an older model that was fine cast in metal, and they released a plastic one in 8th. So I don't think they would be like, hey, we're scrapping that mold and making a, yeah. a multi-build kit. So no, that's it, why I think it might, happen. maybe it's a special character. Maybe it's another Big Mech that became, you know, mm. they have like Gazgol, they have yeah. Zagstruck. They don't have a special character Big Mech. So that, no, that, that makes sense. That, yeah. that makes total sense. That totally. Yeah. And, and you know, there's enough like vehicles now for the orc army between all the oh, yeah. buggies and whatnot that it would make sense. An entire they... walker army to the narrative. Yeah, whole walker. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, one last thing that we got to talk about, which just I don't think anyone was expecting. I mean, there's no rumors about this. This just came out of nowhere. It was the made to order Battle from a Crack? I can't remember what edition that was, but that's old. It was. It had to be Battle from a Crack. Had to be f- fifth edition was Black Reach. And I think it was fourth. Was it fourth? Yeah, it's got to be fourth edition because fifth edition was Black Reach. Sixth edition was Dark Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, guys, Battle from a Crag is Space Marines versus Tyranids. There's like a crash fighter, and, and that's what everyone's excited about because that is a cool piece of terrain that was really yeah. hard to get. Yeah, that terrain set is. The, I mean, like, listen, I don't think too many people are excited about old Marines and old Nids when you have the brand new shiny stuff. Yeah. But the terrain, <laughs> the terrain is very cool. My favorite joke uh, I've another... heard is someone said, yeah. "I guess GW found a pallet of those somewhere." <laughs> I mean, geez, I, who who knows, right? Uh, but but it is another one of those things. It's kind of cool, like nostalgia. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, it's definitely cool. And and again, I I can see a lot of people just stagging that box set just to get the terrain. You're yeah. right. The Space Marine and the Tyranid sculpts are definitely going to be old because there yeah. are literally new Gaunt and Gene Sealer sculpts with the newest mid release, and those would be old Firstborn scale Marines, which yeah. um, there's been 
from fourth edition, I think there's been at least two different tactical Marines kits yeah. since then. They're going to look really tiny next to a present day miniature. So, look, yeah. okay. As you get older, eventually kicker, you stop getting taller and you start getting shorter. Yeah. And your feet edition. get bigger, man. Apparently your feet get bigger. So that's a I thing. I hope not. I smashed the crap out of my foot tonight and I don't need it to get any bigger. <laughs> I, dude, I'm half your height, but I got size 12 feet, which is ridiculous. I'm basically a hobbit is what was where I'm at right now in life. Sure. So, uh, uh, all right, Seth, let's talk about some Frontline Gaming stuff real fast. The LVO, we're going to talk about in a little bit because that's a, 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 you know, kind of our main segment for the night. But yeah. Cherokee, rooms were added, guys. Cherokee's been sold out now in the room block. I think two times we've added rooms. One time, I don't think we can add rooms again. Get them if you can. I don't even know if there's any more yeah. left at this point. There's, there's uh, usually not a whole lot of other housing yeah. options around Cherokee. Yeah. Um, you can bring a tent and go camp, basically. That's your other it's, option. It's February and yeah, right. It's not that cool. It might be cold. Uh, there, there's a few other places, yeah. but being on site is very good. And this on particular site is hotel, very, I've been on very on site affordable, and it's a wonderful place. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just it seems like it's a no-brainer there. Uh, Rocky Mountain Open. Where we, you know, tell, tell us in chat. But Seth, I'm going to use you right now as a, as a quick focus group. What do we want for our food trucks? We can get food trucks, and there's like 50 different food trucks that want to come. So we're limited to about five food trucks, and there's like 50 okay, that so want to come. You have to, to think, kicker. You need something yeah. that is it is filling but portable. Yeah, it's got a handheld. Like it's got to be hand. Like you got to be. I able once to eat it upon a time went to an event where they had a food truck that sold baked potatoes. Those yeah. were filling but not portable. Yeah, 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 yeah. It so did not I'm hit thinking both like a taco or burrito, but, burrito truck, but they can't be too runny. I hate runny like where they put a bunch of liquid. And then, because mm. then it's like you can't eat it and walk because it's stripping, stripping down your arm. So, and then, yeah, 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 yeah so totally. Good tacos, pizza, burgers. Like, th yes, those are like, you know, not so healthy, but, you know, you can eat them and walk. <laughs> um, you know, Last veggie year, wraps for those people that are trying to be a little bit more health conscious. Last year we had, what did we have? What did we have? Oh, Barbecue? we had a guy like doing like teriyaki chicken bowls, which were great. Like, I was all over that. And the chicken was really, really good, but it was definitely logistically more challenging to eat. Um, you, so I think he, you can get a good bowl. Yeah. If, if the bowl's big enough, you have to have like reserve room in the bowl yeah. so that as yeah. you're mixing, you're not like, oh, crap, I'm spilling everywhere. Yeah. Well, guys, tell, tell Joel us says chili we're... dog. And I absolutely, you just, that, we just said it can't be messy. Yeah, chili, anything, chili dogs, but it's just I always worry about the facilities there, the bathroom facilities. Like we, we yeah. only have so I mean, many like, bathrooms. Honestly, like don't knock it, but just like a good quality sandwich truck, like mm. just a good sandwich is. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can appreciate good as deli on wheels. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you can have a variety of sandwiches. They're easy. They're portable. You know, hey, a good yeah. quality sandwich. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think what we need to figure out is a, to find a food truck that is like one of those like turkey legs. Like, I don't know if that's a thing that you get for food trucks, but it just feels like it'd be very appropriate for a 40K tournament. Just a giant turkey leg that people are chewing down on. Um, so, oh, uh, okay. So that's Rocky Mountain Open. Let's jump over into some nerd news. Now, guys, we forgot to say our, our beloved friend, Nikki D, is not here. He is he's suffering some uh, suffering some hard times he's got he's sick he's got an injured leg yeah. he's all over the place he's falling apart on us soon don't worry yes he will hopefully be back with us next week if not you'll see him at lvo he did tell us today he's going to be at lvo so we'll have to spearhead nerd news today seth you want to take the first one here yeah so we we we, we talked about it like i don't know a month or two ago um and then it came out over the holidays uh rebel moon um yeah. took i watched it and it definitely pulls from 40k i think oh um, so much so it, but yeah like the the i don't i can't remember the name of the force but it was like the 
people that worship the the fallen emperor that walk yeah. around like commissars with maybe some tech admech like people yeah also help them out you're like <laughs> there's a hey, belisarius i think i think yeah. one of the names yeah like i know that, that, that i don't know there's so, just a lot of i enjoyed it uh i i heard some kind of negative reviews but i didn't go into it like expecting like oppenheimer levels like oh my god i feel like as a human race i we have made mistakes um i was yeah. like i'm gonna watch a good action movie and i'm gonna paint some grots and i did and it was great so i i thoroughly enjoyed it there's supposed to be a second one i think in april um yeah so i'll, I'll watch it one part two yeah i i mean i watched it on a flight on uh, the flight on overseas and it, it was like i mean i was enjoyed I, I, mean, I was enjoying it like it was an enjoyable series i think that some people try to find like make every movie be some sort of like like you said some sort of like you know like cultural experience i don't know yeah exactly like or you can just, just enjoy a movie because it's entertaining and it doesn't have to be deep or anything and so I, I thought it did a good job it did move fast there was a lot of characters that kind of came and went but I, I thought it was enjoyable yeah. i'm excited for the second one check it out and just pretend it, like just just go in and pretend oh this is a 40k movie this is a really big budget 40k movie you just go in yeah. with that mindset and you'll be happy yeah because um, you're like oh, i can see yeah, it makes sense makes sense you know here's this agar world where you know the imperial is coming and anyway so uh we've got another thing that i wanted to talk about live action star wars uh for 2024 there's two new series that have been confirmed live action star wars series we're gonna have skeleton crew and the alkalite oh, okay. so those will be coming in 24 you know i mean everyone likes mandalorian everyone likes you know ashoka these are all good stuff so let's see what uh what, 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 what comes from skeleton crew looks good i want to see it uh, and we also pose a question to you care yeah shoot Star Wars is owned by Disney, just like Marvel. And Marvel it has is. stated that they think the reason that uh, their their movies and shows haven't done so well is they've they've made too many too quick. Are yeah. we starting to get to that territory with Star Wars? Because you have Mandalorian, Kenobi, uh, Oshaka, the Bad Crew. There's the Andor and whatever Andor. Andor, yeah, Andor, like, Andor we're whatever. starting to get a lot. There was yeah, the there, there is, there's Fett, a lot. The Book of Fat. There's a lot. I, I think the thing with Star Wars and and chat, correct me if I'm wrong, Seth. Feel free to you know shoot me down. But I think that in Star Wars, everyone's just waiting for their favorite character to have their own little spinoff, whether it's a movie or a mini series. You know, everyone that has Boba Fett got their Boba Fett little thing. You know, I was stoked when the Han Solo movie, the Solo, came out. Like, I, I'm happy. Like, Solo is my favorite. Han Solo is my favorite character. You know, maybe if we can get like a Chewbacca spinoff, I could see a whole Chewie series. I'd, I'd be maybe even happier. The but, dialogue's uh, going to be real hard on that one. <laughs> Yeah, everything's in subtitles, yeah. right? Uh, but no, like I think that Star Wars has the the I guess the the, the advantage that there's so much love over yeah, the years it, that everyone wants their like little character to get a spotlight, yeah. and so you'll have and that. As long that as they one. don't make it like they made Marvel stuff, where it's like if in order to appreciate this series, you yeah. had to go watch these other ones. Because I've never seen the solo film, but that didn't stop me from watching any yeah. other Star Wars movies. I want to watch. That's true. You, you know, I uh, my my son is three, and and just this morning I was like, hmm, when do I start watching Star Wars with him? And I realized that led me into the, the like, how do I watch Star Wars with my son? Do I start with like A New Hope, or do I start with Episode One, you or do have, I start with something? You now face the quandary that so many nerd parents before yeah. have faced. Yeah, and like it's, but it's even more complicated because now I have an entire series. So like, I kind of wanted to watch it in chronological order of not when it was released, but just like in the timeline. But that means like we're watching an entire series of shit before we get to a, a new hope. So who, who knows, man? Who, who I would knows? I would say you know with 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 kind of hindsight, maybe start them on just the films. Yeah, and definitely the prequel trilogy was much more targeted towards kids. 
kids. Yeah, it was. Like it was. there's there was kid like everyone like you know makes fun of the prequel trilogy being targeted for kids, but like at the time that Return of the Jedi came out, everyone was like Ewoks. Those are teddy bears. That's dumb. And yeah. it's like yeah, at the time I watched that when I was a kid, I was like Ewoks are amazing because I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, so totally, totally. they all had fan service for kids in them at, at some level. But I, I think the prequels are at least, you know, if you want to get them started young, I'd probably go prequels. But chat says release order. Ooh, um, release order. Yeah. You see, at least release order, you get the big surprise of like, I'm your father, right? Yeah. Like my son doesn't realize that Darth Vader, you know. <laughs> and, and the other thing to think about, Kicker, is video quality. Because obviously... The special effects got better as time went. Yeah, that's a good point. That's and a good so, point. yeah, if you do it in, in if you do it in chronological order, it's going to have kind of this like up, down, up like quality. Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to be a big deal for for your son or not. But you know, yeah. it's, no, that's it's always easier to start at lower quality and build. Up. <laughs> it only gets better. Yeah, <laughs> it only gets better from here. Uh, so I don't want to go too much into a tangent of Star Wars stuff, but also coming out in 2024 is another season of Young Jedi Adventures. I know we're all grown ups here, or uh, even though we play with toys and whatnot. But yeah, I was Young like, Jedi do you Adventures. know what show we're doing currently? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> young, but Young Jedi Adventures is definitely targeted towards a young demographic. You know, kid age. It's a cartoon. I've watched it with my son. He loves it. Uh, the merchandising for this is is like spot on that you can get all the you know action figures and stuffed animals for this the, the series um but it's kind of cool if you do have a kid and you're watching it with them because they've got all these easter eggs for star wars geeks like you and me you know they're like oh that's kind of cool oh i know that character that character's in that movie so anyway if you have a child and you want to watch some star wars stuff that is age appropriate for for very young kids young jedi adventures is coming out with season two all right let's jump to the main segment seth why right. don't you start it off give us a little introduction what's happening in a few weeks <laughs> in a few weeks could yeah um you you, you want to like have a panic moment kicker it's officially sure. like you and i you 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 actually you and i are both traveling two weeks from today we have one more show before we're traveling you and i will both be traveling two weeks from now for lvo yeah so uh yeah, yeah. lvo is is literally kicking off in two weeks um it's it's the biggest event in in wargaming at this point. It's the biggest yeah. 40k tournament. It's the biggest AOS tournament. Um, we're you can tell me the full list at some point, kicker. But with, with, I mean, but the, like like we, we obviously we're 40k centric. But I mean, it's the largest you know Star it's Wars the tournament finals for so many events. So yeah, many I mean, different. Simon does a, a song of ice and fire. The tournament's massive. MCP. We've got 200 MCP players just playing in the champs event. Like, geez, like what the hell? Yeah. So so and, yeah, and, it, and is, I, it is. I like to sort of thing. It's it's becoming the biggest party in wargaming as well. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get immediately people in chat being like, Adepticon. I'm like, I'm yeah, but like Adepticon is not in the middle of Las Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the thing that is interesting about LVO is that a lot of people, you just don't see them on Sunday because they party a little hard on Saturday night. Because, you know, right. for most people, Sunday, you know, they're not, they're not playing. Yeah. Um so it is a it is a party. It is a fun vibe. You know, we're gonna have things like the giant GW preview on Thursday night and and all that. So let's just talk about some of the newer stuff because yeah, so yeah, everyone LBO knows about all the games, but what's the yeah, yeah, yeah. things kicker? What yeah, we, we have the scavenger hunt from 2023 that everyone loved. That's coming 2024. You know, of course we have the exhibitor hall, but we're adding things like Gamer Olympics. So on Friday night there will be basically uh, fun games for teams of two uh, with a really cool prize. The prize uh, I, I will announce. Really, hosts for that are yeah dayton from party at the all points you, you know dayton right seth he's I do. Uh, he's I do a character 
uh, it's basically just a funzy opportunity Friday night to hang out. Uh, you know, it's during uh, after hours, so there'll be a bar there open and all that. It'll be doing uh, fun games like um, kind of like uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to share like share some of the games, which is like no, no, I don't fun. think we. I, just know it's going to test your abilities as a gamer. Yeah, and maybe some of your coordination. Yes, some of your coordination and the prize support for this is uh, phenomenal. And this I'll, is just I'll be there Friday night as well, giving Dayton a hand and, and documenting the experience for everyone that couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. And there's no cost to participate or anything. You just show up. We are trying to do teams of two. You can actually have teams of more than two, but uh, we just we're, we're trying to make it fun for there to be at least yeah. two people per group or per team. And yeah, it's it's super fun. It's gonna be about an hour. It'll be from I think eight thirty to nine thirty. We'll have the formal master schedule released a week before the event, so everyone can kind of finalize that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the next new thing is the marketplace. So the exhibitor hall got bigger and bigger and bigger. We have all of our old exhibitors always seem to come back, and then we want new exhibitors coming in. So we've created this cool marketplace it's in the corridor uh between basically the star wars hall and the everything else hall so it's it's one of our you know you you pass up the 40 key james hall and then you have this long corridor section where we're gonna just have all these other vendors that are that are not like smaller scale big right? name yeah they're smaller guys they're smaller guys smaller but it'll it's, it's it's small. They got good deals. They're local shops. They're they're people that you know have Etsy shops maybe or, or or you know people that create product at their own garage or whatever. So it's kind of just another opportunity to go in and browse and find some cool stuff. You never uh, know. There's if I find this Etsy supplier at LVO, I'm going to have a very serious conversation with them. There is a Votan <laughs> shirt I want that is the Votan someone said that's a grudging, but they don't sell it in a three X, so they sell it in a two X. And uh, I messaged them and they never responded. So if you're there, Etsy seller, I'm going to find you. <laughs> We've also got more demos than ever before. Um, we've really encouraged a lot of our exhibitors, um, kind of, we didn't force them to, but we asked very nicely, like, hey, we don't want you just setting up shop and selling product. We really do encourage you to have your players interact, our customers, you know, your, your customers, our attendees, the players there, actually get to test out everything like let's not just make this a shopping experience let's make this an opportunity to get and, to really know the I products mean, on, like i understand from a sales standpoint that that takes a lot more time with the customer like sitting yeah. there playing game with them. and square footage because the, the exhibitors pay for their each yeah. you know each square inch there but so they want to use from a space. customer standpoint like if it's not a game i already know i want to play yeah. like you're not going to sell me on just sitting there talk to me like you make yeah. me sit down and play the game and that's yeah. I, way back when i was in maryland um, the game store owner uh, was was very friendly, but he would frequently he loved playing board games. The guy had like a storage unit full of just his own burst board game collection. Oh, um, but he would frequently just be like, you know, if I was hanging out there on a Sunday and I wasn't playing 40k, he'd be like, he's starting a board game. He'd be like, Seth, come here, you're playing. And I don't know how many board games Wit introduced me to with that. And I'd play, and then I'm like, right, I guess I'm gonna buy this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's 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 like once you get a little taste of it, you're you're that much more likely to buy it. So, but not only get like games, but like really the the painting guys are really stepping it up. So we didn't have Army Painter there last year. Army Painter though is coming back this year, and they're coming back in full force. They're really gonna be doing a lot of paint and takes. They've they got announced who their their uh, painters are gonna be. Uh, I, I, I don't want and I'm gonna have to go look at the yeah. yeah, Caleb's coming, yeah, and uh, I believe they're bringing in some of their crew from it's a, it's actually a, the company from the Army Painters based out of the Europe, and I believe some of the yeah. crew is coming in from Europe. Uh, actually, the owner, I think, is coming. Some of the guys are even playing in the 40 champs, but anyway, was able to because didn't he have to sell his or not sell, but he was raffling off. So, Bo's the owner, he is coming, oh, he's just not, not playing. playing. So, Caleb Weisenbach so, so, yeah. and Sam Lenz are the there we go, the yeah, there we go, there we go. I think Adam will be there as well. Adam, Adam and Bravo. 
So there'll be a full crew of the army painter there, and and like like I said, they'll be doing a very large paint and take. So you want to check they that out because the army really been because I've been out of the regiment brush for like two months and I can't find yes. it online. So I'm telling you, you right now, it. army painter, you just set a pile of the regiment brushes aside for me. I'm buying. <laughs> okay, buddy, shut up. Uh, uh, but also, like, I'm not free. I'll pay. I want the things. I just can't find. <laughs> We also have um, what's what is it? uh Duncan Rhodes? He'll Duncan be there. He's Rhodes our celebrity paint judge again, but he's coming with his whole paint shop. Uh, so and they be, always you know, do a, a paint and tank at our events, and it's yeah. always a lot of fun. It's always a good. Chance yeah, and they're bringing their whole paints. team again for this. So yeah, you know, there that that alone is two different paint yeah. groups. But Artist Opus, they're coming back from uh, Europe. That's a UK based company. They're coming, and they're going to be doing a lot of like literally one on one. You that get to go brand down. Oh, that is my brand of brush. I love them. Those guys are amazing. And they will literally come, like, they'll take one person. You can just sit down and have a one on one painting instruction for free with, with Brian, like the guy that from the company that does all the videos online. So, so great opportunity the other, there. Uh, hobby supply slash paint supplies monument. Mon yeah, Monument's coming. They have actually a very large booth. Monument has a lot of products I, they've been releasing. I, you remember last year how I kind of got forced to buy uh, their white? Well, now I'm yeah. going to have to expand my. Yeah, yeah. Monument Hobbies White is, is pretty legendary. And if you have a high roller package, I believe Monument Hobbies is supplying that as well again this year. I know last year they were one of the, the, the favorite little items in there. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Another big exhibitor we've got that is, is going to be, you know, having a very large presence. I was just looking at the um, at the exhibitor hall. And I'm like, wow, you take up a lot of space. Catalyst. Now, you may not know who Catalyst is, but I guarantee you know who Battletech is. Oh, yeah. Battletech is one of the like original tabletop sci-fi games, and they're coming I, with a very I played a bunch of the computer game back when, and then when they had, remember when they had a click a click base game like oh the they dial? did yeah, oh, yeah I played yeah, a bunch yeah. of that too. Well, Battletech, well, Catalyst slash Battletech has a very large booth. They've also got a tournament taking place, that both uh, classic Battletech and the newer version, which is called Alpha Strike. So mm -hmm. there's Battletech tournaments at the LVO, so you can go see it if you just want to see what the game's like. But then, of course, there'll be the, the whole booth there if you want to try and pick up the game yourself. Yeah. Uh, We've also got the the scavenger hunt as we had last year, but we've we've added in a prize room that will kind of tie into the scavenger hunt. I don't want to go too much in the details, but basically you'll be able to choose your your, your prize from a from a sort an assortment of armed stuff. guard on the prize room, and if so, what is his schedule? Uh, I mean, I guess I am technically the the, the guard, but I am far oh, from armed. Oh, he's armed. distractible. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're, right. We're good. Yeah, 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 I'm easily. If you if you give me a box of cereal, I will totally forget about what's going on in front of me. Um, oh, oh, and the the really cool thing is the after hours too. That's something I really want to talk about. The after hours is taking place Friday night, basically after the last round of most of the tournaments. You go hang out in the the Amazon Hall, which is a, like the second largest hall there, and basically a lot of other tournaments are doing events. There's Kill Team and War Cry and, and fun versions of, of Star Wars Legion and oh, Shatterpoint. There's a, there's a sold out Shatterpoint. So basically it's all these other fun, more casual minded tournaments uh, taking place and there will be a bar there and stuff. So After Hours is definitely something you should consider doing Friday night if you're like, I'm Sounds not like really sure what I want to do. dabble in some other game systems. Yes, yes, yes. And, and that's really the intent is a lot of people are like, I'm going in to play 40K. We have like 2,000 people playing, coming to this event just to play 40K, uh, which is great. I, I love 40K. I, I play have, 40K. But I, I, play I 40K. have news with 40K players. There's only how many of them that are going to make it to Sunday Kicker. Yeah, right. Only only eight. Get, so we have we have about uh twelve hundred, but I, I you know realistically yeah. with attrition, you know we're not gonna have all twelve hundred. We have twelve hundred people like looking at playing forty k champs, but only eight get to play on uh, on Sunday. Now there's other things like the long war doubles there's, on Sunday, the Sunday RTT, all the other yeah, stuff. There's plenty of other stuff. But, but the point is, I'm not I'm not trying to discourage any of the LVO forty k champs attendees, but 
only eight of you are actually going to make it through the six rounds undefeated <laughs> yeah. after the shadow yeah. round. So it's good to have other games in mind. Now, the after hours is Friday night. So you played three rounds of your 40K champs. Sunday night, you might be a little tired, but go get a drink, hang out, maybe try Shatterpoint or watch people play Shatterpoint. The the day that you're the freshest. It is. It is. Then that's what we're doing after hours. Is we want to make it the first night of the uh, the event. So anyway, (laughs) after hours, Sunday night after hours, everyone be like, can I die now? Screw you guys. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after hours Friday night, check it out. Seth, we just talked about something interesting. We're talking about 40 key champs, how big it is. The 40 key champs at LVO now is, is basically officially a 10 round event, which means that if you are going to go play in the top eight on Sunday, you will. There's no choice. You're going to have to play a fourth round on Saturday. Basically, we used to call it the shadow round, which was yeah. kind of like, you know, if those were kind of like the people that were tied to go in it. No, no. The top 16 from uh, from Saturday are going to have to play that fourth round to determine who plays on Sunday. Uh, it's just because we have too many people. Oh, yeah. So, guys, if you are seriously thinking you're going to go win this event, make sure you plan to play a fourth round on plan, Saturday night. Plan your buddy brings correctly. Yeah, yeah, find a friend that will bring you food, you know, but but be prepared to play a fourth round on Saturday you know, so you can make you know, it to Sunday. I, I think kicker, an industrious, uh, you know, 40K player, could uh, caddy themselves, or like offer their services as a caddy for yeah. some of those. No, we, we need 40 key caddies. That, that should be a but thing. But you'd be like, so. hey, man, I'll pick you up dinner for a price. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. No, seriously, I, I, I think this should become a thing for us. I think I think all the, you know, we, we need Jack Harpster and Stephen Box to all have their 40 key caddies following them along, you know, just just offering them food and stuff. Jack's streaming. He doesn't need a caddy. He, he is. Yeah, that came up today. Yeah, Jack is actually not playing in the tournament this year. He is going to be co-hosting the the live stream with yeah. joe himself joe the, the, yeah the stream games with joe actually that's a really nice segue let's jump right into it seth frontline entertainment news man what's yeah. going on well obviously uh joe is getting ready for lvo which reminds yeah. me i have more work <laughs> he's driving across the country i have more work to do with joe thanks for reminding me kicker i wasn't stressed enough thanks um but yeah. our buddies over at grim after dark are back at it they moved their show to tuesday nights uh to accommodate uh a certain uh mcdevitt uh school schedule um and then they decided to personally attack me uh once again i'm fairly convinced after speaking with their producer today that every episode of grim after dark has a personal insult uh lot aimed at me um and i'm going to have to start fighting back somehow kicker um our friends over at fury's finest which is the audio mcp podcast that's part of our network uh they're breaking down their 2024 plans for all the events they want to go to and then uh what they want to do with MCP for that year. And then our other audio only show, the Squadcast, uh, which is the Kill Team podcast. Uh, they brought on Ben from the Battle Brothers tabletop to go over their Kill Team goals for 2024. So I thought it was kind of fun to point out some of the other game systems uh, because certainly I know a lot of people like to have a little bit of a palate cleanser after the end of the year with LVO. So, you know, another game system is always a good palate cleanser. Yeah. Love it, man. Love it. Uh, we do do our poll every week uh, on the Frontline Gaming Facebook community group. And this week, we want to know who should we be watching at the LVO? You know, we have our opinions. We have our thoughts. But what does the community think? Uh, who does the community think we should be, you know, streaming? Or who should we be following or tracking during the LVO to see uh, where they end up? So we asked people, and and, and we got a few. Seth, you and I can just, you know, bounce, bounce this yep. back and forth. But the first one, Ben approves says Jack Harpster, and I already told you Jack is not going to be playing. Jack is going to be. I mean, you could streaming. certainly watch him on stream. Yeah, you can watch him. Actually, no, I don't no, think Jack, you'll, you'll listen to him. You won't watch him. 
you 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 listen to me, you'll watch the other guys. But Jack did win twenty twenty three, so he, he he doesn't have to prove anything at this he point. He, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's good man. He's like yeah, whatever. I'm good. He's taking a victory lap. Yeah, victory lap. Right, right, uh, right. Christian right. from Iceland uh, said that there's been some mentoring from a few other Icelanders in attendance, so he's rooting for Michael Hopper and John King from Iceland. Um, we yes. we had a last year was was kind of a big year for uh, a lot of the european uh guys coming over and there were a number of icelanders coming over so it's glad to see yeah. they're coming back yeah 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 i mean i i mean i i i mean listen i'm from america i love america but i'd be very happy to see a guy from iceland win uh, win the lvo uh will p says alfarius is going to win thank you will <laughs> alfarius kicker alfarius yeah. uh james uh i'm, I'm don i'm sorry, sorry i don't james. know uh, is is rooting for Jake Harding, uh, aka Handsome Jake from Vanguard Tactics. So uh, certainly the Vanguard Tactics guys, they always make a good run of it. Um, I you know I, I would like to see someone break into that that top eight. You know, for personal reasons, not that I'm on the team or anything that I'm rooting for, <laughs> but you know, I think it would be fun to see. I was I was talking with Box Stephen Box from Vanguard Tactics recently, and and they have a very large uh, showing coming in from Vanguard Tactics. Vanguard Tactics, I think, is going to be one of the larger teams in attendance this this year. Uh, and also, they have their, their work. Vanguard Tactics jersey on underneath my FLG polo. Jeez, <laughs> might be a bit warm though. They'll be um and, and and they got their workshop on Thursday. Yep. Not too late to sign up for that. There's I, I think there's one or two tickets left, all, but I think that's a really good, good chance to get a refresher on just a few things you might be rusty on before. The event kicks off. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why they have so many guys coming in from the UK. So many of their coaches are coming in because they're helping with the workshop, which has gotten so big. So they're sticking around to, to play some 40K too and not just coach. Uh, Mark Waitekater says he's rooting for Daniel Olivas and Ben Jurek from his own, uh, from Smite Club. He, he's, yeah. he's been watching through the years and uh, this year in particular, they seem to be really solid. And, and Ben has been doing really, really good. He has, he, he's been on a tear for the last year. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I'm excited to see him continue. Uh, my good buddy Noah Bedome, uh, which we spent a lot of time hanging out with at L at uh, LSO, uh, accomplished player in his own right. He's rooting for Tyler Bortel um, from the Rose City Ruffians out of uh, Oregon. So um, yeah. Tyler Tyler is a very technical player. Um, he's really good at at kind of planning and pre measuring and kind of I almost want to say negating a lot of what you can do. So Tyler's certainly a guy that that that's had a, a good run in the past, but he's due for that that breakout performance. I think so. It's always worth keeping an eye on him. I know Noah's always bringing knights, and he's really good with his knights. I don't know if he's bringing knights to LVO, but do we know what Tyler's bringing to LVO? Tyler is he typically in stays in the Tyranid G-Stealer yeah. cult vein. Uh, he okay. doesn't deviate from that too much. He's kind of like Alex McDougal in that, that effect. Well, another you know bug player, specifically Gene Steel Cult player, is is Robin Roberts, who, who who you know he comes to a lot of our events and he's just a really cool guy. He he said some something really good that I think we should all just kind of you know really take to heart. He says. Always bet on yourself. And I'm like, you know what? That, that's great advice. That you, you should. For Vegas. <laughs> it's perfect for Vegas. So, so let's, let's end it on, on, on Robert's words of wisdom yep. right there. Uh, bet on yourself to, to win the LBO. Seth, we've got some, we got some community highlights when it comes yep. to. Uh, and, and I pulled one that I think you're going to really like kicker. So, all right, let's see, our, let's see. Our, so every week uh, we're over on our, our frontline gaming community, Facebook page, posting up kind of what we've been working on. It's a great chance to show off what you've been working on or your work in progress. Um, this one is from David chips. He says he's been working on this one for LVO. And I'm very excited to see the finished product. So come find me when you get there, David, but kicker, look at that guardsman. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Describe it, Seth. 
can so it is it is i you'd have to tell me the rank of the guardsman but it is a guardsman with a power sword and a bolt pistol uh <laughs> and a decapitated what appears to be tyranid warrior um that is so cool nice little scenic so cool. base there there's even a little skull of another unfortunate guardsman right there in the base because it's it's, it's not 40k without skulls yeah you gotta have skulls it's it is impressive how some people seem to spend more time on the base than oh, on the miniature especially with guardsmen who are so small and like you know they're just a regular joe you know average yeah. joe nothing special but let's make that base like as epic as possible yeah i yeah, no, love it dude love it love it love yeah. it uh, up next, uh, my good buddy, uh, John Daly, uh, he's been getting back into painting, uh, and he's been working on this nice metallic blue contemptor dreadnought. Um, I always like to see the, the kind of tinted metallics. They always turn out really yeah. well. So How do you, do you think that. he did contrast over like a lead belt or what do you I think he did there? Him, um, cause I think he, he's done a few different ways. Um, so I'll have to ask him kind of which one he did for this That's one, cool. but a, a lot of times it is some sort of transition contrast over a lead belter. That's um, good. And then frequent poster over on the community page, uh, Drode uh, has been working on a Knight's Commission. Um, yes. And this is his definitely not heretical Knight Lancer. Definitely <laughs> not heretical so spider-legged Knight Lancer. Uh, yeah, Kicker, I, you I, built the Knight I, Lancer kit. I didn't realize that spider legs were an option. Yeah, not a standard option, at least not in the not kit I have. It looks option, like he took an Ogner Dune Crawler, yeah, you know, one of those yeah. Admech, like big walking things, and put it on his knight. I don't know what he did, and then he but it's definitely got to make it the right height. But yeah, it's a Lancer though. It's got the spear. Heretical. It's got the shield. Heretical, I'd say. <laughs> it's perfect. I love so it. I that's love it. it for Very our cool. community spotlight this week. Uh, don't forget, keep your eyes out. You know, post up whatever you're working on. Whenever I always go through and kind of check the last week's post just to see if there's any anyone who posted anything else to work on. I, I usually am going to be up there posting, um, or Patrick Martin are going to be up there posting on Wednesdays with kind of hey, show off what you've been doing if you ha if you didn't post already. But feel free to share your work in progress, get some feedback from the community. It's always a good time. But kicker, yeah. that brings us to the end of our. Second to last episode before LVO. Any final thoughts for the night? No, guys. Just uh, wish us luck. We're really excited <laughs> to see you all at LVO. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I a lot of people are hitting us up with email. There's a, a pretty small but very dedicated team trying to reply to everything. You know, we have Adam handling a lot of the rules questions directly. Adam, our, our head judge. We have me doing a lot of the events kind of stuff. But when it comes to, like, customer support, like, I think we have, like, three or four folks that are working, like, like literally 18 hour days, just trying to trying to get to everyone's emails and, and support everyone. So so bear with us. Our, our turnaround time, we're trying to keep it to no more than 48 hours, but we are trying to respond as quickly as we can. Uh, and, and as always, if you don't and, care from us in email. questions sent on a cereal boxes to Kicker's personal address, definitely reach private. Immediate response. Always immediate response. Yeah. Definitely. Especially, I'm going, I'm like, I'm in a corn pops mood right now. So corn pops definitely will get you uh, directly to the front of the line. Uh, but no, no, seriously though, guys, thank you. I, I know some people will get a little frustrated because you know they want a response the same day but, but give us a day or two and we'll get back to you yeah. and uh, like i said we're really excited to see you at vegas yeah yeah looking soon, forward to thank you so much for joining us everyone we really hope you enjoyed this episode of signals from the front line have a great week and we will see you next wednesday <laughs>